making me look like an ass. Yeah, I, th- I thought that this thing would be consistent. It's not. <sighs> Folks, we're back. Nobody wanted our podcast. No we're one was shopping interested. Shopping it around. Listen, honestly, we couldn't make a podcast out of that because we we struck straight gold on the first try with our read people's screenplays out loud podcast. We did a table read of a long lost student script called Hitler Phone Booth mm-hmm. that turned out to be the potential hit of the summer. Yeah. Now, now we've got suits muscling in, and and it looks like we're going to be the uh, the the guys who aren't at the table. I'm going to be. We're we've been uh, fielding offers all week. Harvey Weinstein mm-hmm. wants us. Yeah. Uh, well, not so much us, but the author of Hitler Phone Booth. Right. We aren't so much as getting a finder's fee. Right. But we are. We are only. Taking calls from people willing to let me play Hitler and AJ to play the phone booth. Yeah. We're working on the technology of putting a some sort of a glass. I say just uh, take a normal style phone window and in cut AJ's my head stomach. off and uh, just stitch and then it I'm on inside top. in a Hitler costume, but I'm just slick with placenta. It doesn't make mm-hmm. any sense. I don't know. Can, can I, I want legs too? Uh, I don't no, know. No, I said I, I'm going to crank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, at first, I was saying just put my head on top of a normal phone booth, but then I'd like to be able to don't move be around ridiculous. A little bit. <laughs> you could paint paint me up with that uh, tin tin woodsman paint. And I, I'd blend right in to the rest just of the get, booth. Just die of a sarcoma. Uh-huh. 20 years in the future. I mean, people make all kinds of sacrifices for art. <laughs> Folks, I I gotta I gotta take us to the part the Department of Corrections. I think I know I, I know I did a bad I'm one sorry. last week. Wait, did you do a bad one? Can yeah. I weasel out of mine? Yeah, I did. I, I, I said the wrong character name uh, for uh, when we were talking about the Rugrats. I said Angela oh. Pickles instead of Angelica Pickles. That was bad. Oh. See, I thought that was just her her grown-up name. Hmm. I had no idea. Not a, Not a nerd for the Rugrats. Not my thing. Sorry. Watched it a lot as a kid, and not at all in probably two decades, so I'm not too mad at myself. You're a real Angela now. <laughs> You're too big. You're not a baby. Yeah. No, uh, the the Department of Corrections was called down because of me. Oh, no. Folks, last week I said that uh, Johnny Cochran worked at the Hormel uh, the Hormel Foods Museum and I said they got him talking about Treat all day folks Treat was not made by Hormel Spam was in fact made by Hormel Hormel was the company that made Spam and I said that they were I 
characterize them as some kind of pretenders to the crown, creating treat. But in fact, armor made treat. They were chomping on Hormel's flavor. <laughs> I'm very sorry to the people at treat, the people at armor, the Johnny people Cochran. at Hormel, and of course, uh, the Johnny Cochran Law Offices. Rest in peace to Johnny and to Robert and to Nicole Brown Simpson. All gone too soon. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, uh, wherever they're at, uh, they have a choice of either treat or spam. We've got both <laughs> both flavors that you've come accustomed to. <laughs> oh, I have I have another exciting announcement. We got a little bit of fan mail this week. This wasn't a uh this wasn't a post about an idea for a podcast. This wasn't one of our uh, Podtron emails. This was uh, a message that we got on the uh, Instagram page. And this is from Fanny. Fanny wrote into us and said, Hi, had a look over your profile. Seems like you're a great fit. At Smooth My Balls is interested in working with you. Can you please drop them a message here? At Smooth My Balls. Mm. Thanks. Give them a message and they will get back to you as soon as possible. All right. I'm just checking out Smooth My Balls. And it is. uh, It's one of those men's grooming companies. Uh Oh, they sell. Now, I've heard of the ones that have like it's just like an electric razor. Is this one by chance an electric sander? No, no, it's just an electric razor. Okay. But get this, they they have a funny name for it. They call it the turf chopper. Never nip your sack again. Now, we've <laughs> we've talked about this before on the podcast. We have. And maybe smooth my balls would like to uh like to send us their product so that we can uh, give it a fair and honest evaluation and then uh, and then proceed to divulge the results of our evaluation for a uh, cash settlement. <laughs> oh, this is too much. They've got scissors and they call them the hedge clippers. Can you believe it? Now, I have four pairs of scissors as it is. Uh one, Do you one, use one them for, for paper, the hedges? Uh, one that is like for children, uh, one that's for meat, and a second one that's also for meat because when I bought the ones that were for meat, it came in a two pack. So I have no no scissors for balls unless I were to cut them off, and then I'd be set. I, I, I have just two, it's a one two and pairs done. vying for the right to chop my balls off. They also have a product called the Pube Muncher. Oh, I'm, I'm interested in that. Uh, um, do tell. I can't. I can't. Honestly, it looks like Cookie Monster, but 
but I guess he eats pubes instead of cookies. <laughs> now, I'd heard both. that they'd been trying to get the cookie monster to differentiate his food intake. Like, looking for healthier choices like apples and bananas. But I had not heard that they had uh, started him down this road. That would be great if we could just get a... Uh... A member of Sesame Street, they're like, this cookie monster, he can't get enough cookies. This is Oscar the Grouch. He lives in a garbage can. Mm -hmm. This is Terry. He eats pussy like a motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) He's got his own song on Sesame Street. You have to spell the ABCs with your tongue. (laughs) (laughs) Now, do you think Terry would eat ass? The pube muncher. Listen, if you got if you got ass, he's munching. Then the one person who doesn't have any hair in their ass cracks, like, oh, the puppet's not coming to me. <laughs> who? What? Oh God, I don't want to do that. Never mind. Which which muppet <laughs> do you think? Which muppet do you think has a hairless ass? <laughs> Which Muppets are a one or a zero on the binary? Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm going to say Kermit. I don't think that Kermit. there's a... Famously. Frog, hair, ass. There's a whole saying. Yeah, but he does run around in that trench coat. He does, but uh, let's be honest. We all know... Wait, I mean, besides monster Muppets, because clearly they've got dingleberries... But I would say out of human Muppets, number. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna do top three, starting with third. Number three Muppet with the hairiest ass crack. Out of the human Muppets, not any of the monster or animal Muppets. Does the count count? Count von Count. Well, he is undead, so okay. Yes. Um, but number three is going to go to Guy Smiley, game show host. Okay. And this is the most or the least? This is the, this is the most hairiest ass crack from three to one, one being the most hairiest of all time. Okay. All right. Number two, Prairie Dawn. Now, I only said Prairie Dawn because I couldn't remember what I was going to say originally, which was the Manamana guy. But I'm not sure that he's a human character. So he might be. He might be (laughs) disqualified anyway. Uh, And number one, hairiest ass crack in all of the Sesame Street Muppet characters is Bert. No. Okay. He's now got, these these are see, not like uh, that dude's fucking unibrow. That's true. Yeah, you know that guy is just when he takes a shit, it's like just coming out like in like crazy spirals, like a pasta maker because there's the his hair is so thick. 
Do you like think that this has uh, some some connection to how often Ernie likes to take a bath? Do you think he just feels <laughs> really filthy after? <laughs> and then enjoys the smooth hairlessness of his rubber ducky uh, to, to try to distance himself from, from what has just gone down. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I do. I think... That whatever those guys get into, it's probably unpleasant, and I would say a contributor to the fact that you never see Bert and Ernie have any parties or guests at their house. Should we reach out to the fine folks at Smooth My Balls? Sure. Become... A promotional partner with Smooth My Balls. Um, absolutely. And uh, we should also probably tell them, like, don't listen to this episode. Listen, don't listen to any <laughs> of our... Don't listen to anything we've ever done. Um, if I could just tell you, like, like just ballpark what we do. Um, we talk to women of color. And we, and when I say talk, we just listen. That's all we do on our podcast. Now, can we please have your ball money? We need that ball well, raiser money. It sounds like with with the, the sort of names that they're giving their products, they they might want something a little bit. Oh uh, yeah, edgy. maybe we need to listen. One of us just listens to black women, and the other one sells coffee, but it's only available to the troops. Okay. <laughs> and that's our podcast. Okay. Uh, can and, we please can, have can, your ball raiser money? Yeah. Whew, I'm thinking about that show now, and I would probably, I'd give it a listen. Kind of a f- odd couple, but for the culture war, mm-hmm. the culture war odd couple. And you just make you make Jordan Peterson and Slavo Zizek live in an apartment together. Jordan Peterson has takes his umbrella and like sticks it into the ground and then he lifts it up and there's just a pierogi on the end of the umbrella. And then Slavo Zizek has his own umbrella and he sticks it down and he lifts up and it's like, maybe there's a raw steak on the end of it too. <laughs> um, yeah, what, folks, we are here. We aren't here to sell people's ball razors unless they pay us. Yes. And then we would be. But we and- haven't been, so we aren't. Listen, and we aren't going to let the money decide. Wink, 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 wink. Hey, listen, ball razor companies. Shh. Uh, we're we are gonna we're gonna give our honest opinion. If anybody ever wants to give us money to talk about a ball razor, and you can take that to the bank. All right. We what this show is about is us trying to uh, trying to find our own voice, a podcast that really sums up who we are, that we can sell ourselves naturally and organically 
to an audience that's willing to buy any ball raisers that we have to sell. Yeah. First, we're going to get your trust, and then we're going to exploit it by selling you ball raisers. First, you get the trust, and then you get the women, and then you get the ball raisers. <laughs> I think that's how that works. Anyways, here's a podcast I thought really just summed us up as individuals. This is a podcast called I'm on the Highway to Health. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just be uh, kind of a health and fitness. Maybe we do like we lead a workout at one point and then uh, we talk about like diet and exercise. We talk about, uh, you know, maybe really what's really hot right now is like uh putting together like a hierarchy of friends that you're willing to hang out with because you need to like min max your friend stats mm-hmm. so that you get the your most bang for your buck coming out of this lockdown we've all been under maybe you want to find the most productive friends the ones who you can exploit for the most xp get those friends in the mix get the other ones out of the way but also, we're going to tone your core, and we're going to talk to a special uh, food scientist who's going to tell you, don't eat this, eat this. I'm on the highway to health. Yeah, and uh, we we could maybe get uh, ACDC in and ask them what their secrets to What's longevity. Secret? Uh, hey, fellas. I know most of you have had a pretty good record. Why, 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 why do that? How, why you do that? Do you think that, uh, do you think that they already have a health podcast? Or do you think that they, they would be willing to guess, you know, just, I don't, I don't, I don't think that I've ever read a, like an ACDC cookbook or, uh, workout regimen they didn't ever really get into that the way some of their cohort you know kiss or uh metallica they never really branched out in any other you know products i guess acdc had like t-shirts and stuff as made famous by beavis Mm -hmm. but uh but un- yeah. unlike Kiss, they they have not produced a coffin. There's no there's no uh, cookbook. There's no action figures. There's no um, cock ring. Yeah, that's that seems like a misstep. Yeah, but uh, uh, other ideas uh, as far as the health thing, like we don't have to just have acdc as guests we could we could also uh mm. you know we gotta get sting yeah sting would be important i mean it doesn't have to only be rock stars but obviously we have to have sting sting has stuff to talk about listen do you think that do you think he's when it's sting Paltrow, after the, the she recorded a rec- record right we can get her on okay She's got listen. Let's get Sting and Gwyneth on at the same time, 
and it'll be like, here is how to not come for as long as possible with a jade egg up your ass. I'm on the way to health. <laughs> and we, we can also document our, our journey. Like, I mean, we could say like when, when this podcast started, uh, I, I was on the entirely nacho cheese diet. I just a bucket a day. And day now 12. I'm down to a half of a bucket. Day 12. I've got the jade egg. It's in. It's staying. But I am coming everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, on the other hand, uh, think that I've broken myself. Uh, and... and, and uh, Pleasure seems so far away, and I only have <laughs> butt pain. And you know, I'd, I'd like to think that coming is uh, a part of my future, but uh, right now, what what is pressing is this egg upon my internal organs. <laughs> do you do you have an idea for a podcast? I do. Uh, this one is called Conventional. Which could either be a podcast where we go to uh, different conventions that, that come to the various convention centers uh, within driving distance of us, or possibly also sneak into convents dressed as nuns and see how they really behave behind the scenes. <laughs> hmm. So it could be either or, or maybe a it's, little bit of both. Really maybe a, we take the nuns to a, a convention. Oh, now there's an idea. We take nuns to Tremendous Con. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, do you nuns, hey, do you nuns want to get something signed by that giant from Twin Peaks? Do you want that guy? That big, bald giant? <laughs> That big skeleton man. He was in Doctor Sleep. Do you want that giant? That's not Let's my giant. Something. My giant nope. is that one. Hashtag not Billy my Crystal giant. giant. <laughs> <laughs> is that fucking creep? Not do you my, think hashtag that, do you not think my that guy giant. follows uh, Billy Crystal around and is like, yeah. That guy, that I'm, I'm that guy's giant, and and Billy Crystal just doesn't want anything to do with them anymore. He's like, the movie's what's over, that, go away. What's that big guy's name? George Murasan. George Murasan, yes. I would love to see. I'd love to see him just walking around everywhere. The uh, yeah, Billy buys Crystal a goes. house right next door to Billy Crystal, and just like, hello, hello, Billy. He's got that deep giant voice. Hello, Billy. Billy Crystal's like, ah, 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 you look fabulous. Just, just wants to pick him up, and Billy Crystal has to say, like, no, Billy, it's not okay to just pick you up me up. Now, Billy. I'm going to pick you up, Billy. You're so small, Bill. You're so small, Billy. I'm picking you up. That's conventional. Yeah. We're going to. Oh, think about think about if Billy was riding a motorcycle and there was a sidecar big enough to hold George. He's George Marison in the little sidecar. Mm-hmm. Billy, take it easy on these curves. I'm scared. <laughs> what do you think the nuns would like the most at Comic Con? 
hmm. or or any con. I, I think that they would probably be drawn to the, the people that are doing a cosplay that somehow like like maybe the the creepy uh, nun monster from the wasn't there you a, got the nun from the nun. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe have, maybe there's somebody cosplaying as Whoopi Goldberg and Sister Act. <laughs> you get a lot. Listen, you get a lot of whoopies at, at Comic-Con. Yeah. I mean, I, I did not expect uh, Bewitched to come back as strong as it did. Uh, Sister Shit. Act is back. Yeah. You're going to see so Jack many. Flash. Yeah, you're going to see so many whoopie cosplays this year. I, w- I was thinking it, it, there always is somebody doing some sort of uh, preacher cosplay. Mm-hmm. And we'd have to keep the nuns away from that guy. They'd just, they'd get confused. It'd be like that scene in E.T. where he sees the Yoda costume. Mm-hmm. And he's like, home. Which, Yoda, you live on Dagobah. That's not even Grebleep's planet. <laughs> And that's the name of the E.T. character in the Galactic Senate. Grebleeps. Grebleeps. You know, I don't think we ever found out what E.T.'s real name was. I, I think he was just like, eh, you guys are not going to be able to say Grebleeps. Uh, E.T. is fine. Oh, on the contrary, E.T.'s name is Zrek. Zrek? Zrek. Zrek. Yeah. Okay, where like is that E.T. canon that 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 was in the uh, original screenplay? I think it's in the book. There's a bunch of crazy crap. There's like a book, like a novelization that uh, carries on the story of E.T. and, and uh, it talks about E.T. on the Green Planet. I think that's the name of it. Is this a pre or sequel? I think it's sequel. Back in those days, they'd put out the novelization of a movie for people who were like, "Oh, I can't, I can't go to the movie. That's for famous people. <laughs> I'll just read a book about Total Recall." That's one I own is the, the novelization of Total Recall, which is based on a book, but yeah. is so wildly different from the book. That they just made a new book about the screenplay for Total Recall. By Piers Anthony. They got Piers Anthony on that one. Conventional. You know what? This is actually, I think, this ties in well with my second idea. It's called The Man, The Myth, The Legend. And this is where we would try and get... uh, kind of tall tales going about historical figures. Like we're getting in on the ground floor of this. Okay. None of this old Dan Tucker and Paul Bunyan bullshit. We don't want little children's songs to be what we remember these mythical. Yeah. You know, historical figures. But I I, I need to stress, uh, these need to be of a more literary bent than the uh, Chuck Norris memes. Yeah, yeah, no, this is going to be a little a little more believable, at least. It'll make a little more sense 
Like they need to explain how, how, how things uh, came to be. Like it can't you can't just, just be, be like, oh yeah, no, Chuck Norris can beat the son at a staring contest. That doesn't work. We need something that that like puts Chuck Norris in the right historical text, and also like explains something that was like a greater concept. Like Chuck Norris did nine eleven. That's perfect. That <laughs> puts him in the right era. And it makes him a bigger character in something that he couldn't possibly have had. Well, I mean, honestly, I don't know. I heard that he won that staring contest with the sun. I, I, I heard that the sun was, you know, just not feeling it and just blinked to get it over with. You know, just had a little eclipse and was just like, this freak won't stop staring at me. I heard that it was the, the, the sun lost to chuck norris and then the moon had bet money on the sun and then the moon got mad and then it was like listen my followers the muslims you have to do 9-11 to get back at chuck norris <laughs> i mean i i i think they're both pretty great big moon fan big sun fan yeah sun great moon also great I'm glad day, they're friends. The giant frog that lives below the horizon eats them, and then they're born anew. Well, yeah. I mean, he's going to poop them out again the next day. He gets bored. He poops them out. That's where we get the myth, the great legend of E.T., who, like the sun and moon, eats and poops out the Reese's Pieces every day. Ooh. He goes around, and they made a video game about him. Called Pac Man. You can play it on on an Atari. You can play it on anything. That's pretty much. That's one of the first things they always announce when they come out with a new video game system. They're like, and yes, this one will have Pac Man. Don't worry, folks. Pac Man is still alive. He's alive and well. uh, Is it do? the E.T. one's just called Zrek Man, though, right? Zrek Man, yeah. It adds a, a secondary mechanic where you have to angle his weird, odd head. You have to put the head the up and down. The pellets, that the Reese's Pieces are coming. You gotta make sure that you got your head in, in the correct position to take a corner, or you'll just, like, wang it. And he'll sit down for a while just, and go, ah, oh, oh. his ow. neck just snaps and it falls oh, backwards. Then he spends a bunch of time in the hospital. Yeah. E.T. phone 911. Just all right. Do you have another idea for a podcast? Uh, Yeah. And this one's not very good. OK, it's one I've had for a very long time and I'm finally using it now. It's called uh, Crimes of the Fart. just been there for months so we're doing that kind of episode crimes of the fart crimes of the fart and of course these are all about somebody doing a uh, doing a poo smell yeah but i i don't think that uh too many people uh would want to do a fart cast so we'd have to say that it's, uh, you know, one of these other ones, and then we can get on the topic of uh, 
what's the worst fart you've ever done? We what, sneak what, what into, most we get a little bit of fart in there. We're like, what if you've all heard that President George Herbert Walker Bush died after a long battle with cancer? But what if I told you that it was a silent but deadly that did him <laughs> in? That's right. Today, on Crimes of the Fart, Silent but Deadly, the George Herbert Walker Bush, the killing of George Herbert Walker Bush. Who do you think did it? Whoever Who had it. access? If we know anything. Who had motive? It's whoever smelt it, Delta. <laughs> but could it be that in this case... Whoever did the rhyme did the crime. That's right. It was me. <laughs> I did a wet, loose diarrhea in my pants. And the accompanying gas wind killed George Herbert Walker Bush. I did it. Put him in the ground. Come and get me. I, I admit it. I've heard there are folks like you who are uh, just sort of like a... Uh dark angel in a hospital like you'll just mm -hmm. uh go to whatever local hospital uh go to their cafeteria mm -hmm. eat a lot of barbecue yeah and then just I come go in, up and down the hall i just know they call me dr brap <laughs> just put on your little white coat go eat lunch in the hospital cafeteria he always knows he comes in here he always knows <laughs> now are you saying that you specifically uh mark someone for death oh i take them to meet their maker okay but but it's uh one at a time it's you you don't crop dust entire floors no i come okay. in and then i hold the pillow up to my ass and i fart into it <laughs> and then i put it over their face <laughs> <laughs> Time to go, President Carter. <laughs> Just taking them down one at a time. Oh, like is is there some component where you have to eat their favorite foods? Yeah. It's like you're yeah. you're giving him a peanut fart and uh I'm giving I'm giving Reagan the jelly bean fart. Yeah, yeah. Just a really gross, sweet fart. And it's tough because uh, nowadays you can only find <clears throat> like those Starburst jelly beans and Sweet Tarts jelly beans. You got to find the old school jelly beans for Reagan. Yeah. I don't even know where you get them anymore. I think at the candy store. Well, they have like jelly bellies. <laughs> they they got the good shit. Oh, I, I Reagan went particular. He, liked. he uh, liked just the trash, the trash beans. I I don't. I wasn't oh, even aware fuck. of fancy gourmet jelly beans back in in those days. Oh, I thought that that was what he liked, and it was because back then that was the closest thing to like good candy that existed. Was like this one tastes like popcorn. How do they do it? Toasted coconut. And I'm like, they're all going to be egg fart, buddy. I'm taking <laughs> you taking you to hell. 
I just, just, it's it's a real shame that he died before somebody could, you know, give him those Harry Potter ones that tasted like rotten fish and shock him to death. Mm, yeah. There's a lot of re- ways that I wish that he could have lived to see uh, himself die by. Uh, uh, and even more, yeah. Yeah. Like, if, 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 if Ronnie Reagan had lived long enough to die by... Uh, getting so addicted to clash of clans that he didn't shit for a week and then his dookie hole got so impacted that he just built up with bile and his blood ran yellow i'd I'd like him to have gotten to the point where he was ashamed of his pubic hair and bought uh, a ball hair trimmer that claims that it would not nick him and then it severed like a, a very large artery and he just bled out on the bathroom floor. Just, he got so bored with being president. He decided to try gay sex and got AIDS. Yeah. That's. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he got so bored that he decided to try sex with that monkey from the movie. He was in. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how he got it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've done it all. I've been president. I uh, was in a movie with a monkey. I, all that's left to do is to have sex with that monkey, I guess. <laughs> Let's see. I, I'm looking at this uh, list I made back when I was a Hollywood actor. It says, be in a movie with a monkey. Check. Uh, become president of the United States. Check. Uh, now go have sex. <laughs> Use your clout as president to have sex with that monkey. <laughs> Uh, well, it's time to check that one off, too. What's the worst thing that could happen? That's Crimes of the Fart. Yeah! <laughs> Would it be okay if we took a short break? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Okay. Ooh. Okay. I got spooked when I came back and it was dark. You turn the light off. Yeah. I, I did like, that absent mindedly. I was like, did, oh. I was like, did he disappear? <laughs> Is he coming back? All right. We got an email here. And uh, this email. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to introduce this segment. This is, we're going to the hotline. Let's go there. Now, uh, we have an email this week. Oh, I'm not doing this right. Let's go to the hotline. Folks, if you have an idea for a podcast, you can write into us at 702-PODCASP. That's the podcast hotline. Or you can email us at we don't have a podcast yet at gmail.com. Leave us a message either way, and if we like your idea, it could end up on the podcast. Like this one came into our email from Dre. Dre writes, how about a podcast where you get to the bottom of who is behind those pass-it-on billboards? And I had never thought about this until... Until seeing this, who is behind... Those those are they started right around 9/11 I think if I recall. When 9/11 happened, they started putting these billboards up that were like stick to itiveness, pass it on. 
and they had a picture of like uh, Babe Ruth or something. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at some. I it, it was not ringing a bell immediately, and I'm like, oh yeah, I have seen this. Yeah, they would just have like a black and white photo of a person. They still do them. You see them sometimes. Yeah, most of the ones I'm seeing, I, I'm, I'm seeing a uh, Elton John one, a Taylor Swift one, an Oprah one, a Shrek one. What's Shrek? What's his? Ogre Achiever. Pass Believe it on. yourself, yeah. But it does say passiton.com, so we might be able to uh, figure this out right now. I'm Ooh, gonna... Oh boy, here we go. Passiton.com. Here we go. They oh, they got a loading bar. Oh, my goodness. Look at this. Oh, there, there's a short film I can watch right now that uh, I'm scrolling down to John see. Denver's Annie song. Oh, look, you know what? I'm impressed that they paid to get rid of the made with Wix. <laughs> this website. <laughs> there is nothing that could tell me that this was made with either Wix or Squarespace. Nothing at all. This this looks like a real sleek, beautiful website that was made from scratch. Anyways, who's uh, behind them? I, I am no nowhere near closer to answering that question. Uh, ooh. Yeah, pass oh, it on. Okay. But uh, down at the bottom of the page, it does say values.com. Copyright is now passiton.com. So you got to follow follow that that little trail there. Values.com. Oh, I'm seeing here copyright 1999 to 2021, the foundation for a better life. Ooh, yeah. Th- this is a scab that we should pick. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Now we're getting somebody. The Foundation for a Better Life is a conservative Christian organization. Nonprofit 501c3 funded by Philip Anschutz and the Anschutz Family Foundation, which was founded in 2000 to promote good values. The foundation creates public service campaigns to share with others its interpretation of values, including honesty, caring, and optimism in order to create better social paradigms. Okay, so another level of skin needs to be hacked off till we can get to the dirty blood underneath. Philip Friedrich Anschutz, born December 28, 1939, is an American billionaire businessman who owns or controls many companies in a variety of industries, including energy, railroads, real estate, sports, newspapers, movies, theaters, arenas, and music. In 2004, he published the parent company of the journal newspapers, which under Anschutz's direction became the right-wing tabloid Washington Examiner. Okay, there we go. Here we go, folks. We are off to the races. (laughs) Hmm. I I feel good about this. I mean, uh, it's a more you know moment for me. Okay, so here also he is the guy who basically founded the uh, professional soccer in the United States. He co-founded the American Soccer and Football Football slash Soccer Association, Major League Soccer, as well as many of the teams, including the Galaxy, 
the fire, the rapids, Dynamo, San Jose Earthquakes, the Metro Stars, Los Angeles Lakers. He owns the Stable Center, the O2, the Dignity Health Sports Park. Uh, He owns Walden Media. Okay. So, so this billboard campaign is uh, very much a pay, atten- pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Listen to what the billboard has to say. He, he owns Coachella Festival. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a real ogre achiever to me. <laughs> I wonder how much money they that, that uh, Anchets had to pay to get Shrek on board. <laughs> those some of those billboards make zero sense well the, the elton john one uh is it says a knight fighting for those with aids compassion pass it on oh okay i i i've found some <sighs> and uh this one is a billboard of nasa astronaut may jemison okay i'm looking at that as well and it says to her, it is rocket science. Yeah. I feel like a lot of these are kind of backhanded. The the Muhammad Ali one says his biggest fight wasn't in the ring. What, which what you... I think they're they're saying because he got a degenerative disease and not because he went to jail for refusing to fight in a war. That's just my that's my guess. Oh, yeah. As to where, where they're headed with that. Ooh, I found a Garth Brooks one. Oh, boy. I, I've i seen the Garth Brooks one before. Yeah. I mean, th- these messages are very, g- in general, positive, but bland, and uh, they they don't seem to really, like, even though they have PassItOn.com, they aren't directing you towards anything. It's hey, pass, PassItOn.com. Hey, look at this guy. Passiton.com. Sorry, what was the one? Which one? You said you were looking at a Garth Brooks one? Oh, yeah. Uh, On the Garth Brooks one, it says, When there's only one race, and that's mankind, love is in you. What? (laughs) Okay. All right, I'm on board. They are you won me over, Garth. <laughs> they are noise. They like they they you know they're just generally positive, but in in no way do they tell you like what what. They're it really, really seems going like uh, yeah. This seems like someone made this entire. Nonprofit just to give uh, make work jobs to all of their stupid offspring. (laughs) (laughs) That would be my guess. But listen, let's save more of that for the podcast if that's what we decide to do. Let's now go to the Podtron 4500. Folks, the Podtron is an artificial intelligence, a deep learning algorithm that we gave the Apple podcast charts and told it please come up with names of podcasts that we could do that might be as popular. 
podcasts like <clears throat> What Crime Garage? Now it's taken What Crime, which is kind of a people love crime. Oop. There we go. Yeah. It's very loud. Sorry about that. People love a crime. They want to figure it out. A mystery, true crime, unsolved. They also love startups. So this is the What Crime Garage. Mm-hmm. We're just, listen, we're just two guys in a dream to figure out what crime. We don't have a lot. We don't have a lot of money. We don't even, listen, there's not even a lot of crime. All we've got is this garage. Yeah, I, I think that w- what we did was we started with a list of our assets and we stopped at garage. <laughs> it was it was a, a short list, one bullet point. Just what do we got? Pros and cons. Cons, boy, we ran out of paper. Pros, we got a garage. Listen, we got a garage. The carport is too... It's Our, our cars won't fit through that space so the garage is pretty much just for the ping pong table and we got a fridge out there at some point in the near future i think i would like to start using the garage uh uh to steal catalytic converters oh yeah just gonna have my 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 team of associates uh pull a gun in 60 seconds all around town and then i'm gonna get those converters and i'll just say like take it back that's all I wanted off of that thing. All I really wanted was just to know that I could steal the catalytic converter. I don't even know what to do with these things. Go put them all back now. I don't know. See if you can do it faster. <laughs> yeah. I'll pay you double. Return it in 30 seconds. <laughs> Returned in 30 seconds. That's, that is the sequel I would like to yeah. see. We we felt really bad about what we were doing and knew it was wrong. What would wrong. you even do with all of those rare earth metals inside of a catalytic converter? I don't know. Make soap that, out of it. Yeah, I feel like I'd end up just like I'd be scared to go try and like pawn it or anything. I'd just have someone make a grill, Ooh. like you know, f- like false platinum teeth. I think I just want lots of uh, add-ons to my car that aren't aren't actually a part of the engine, but it just looks like I have a crazy Mad Max car. Mm-hmm. I think that if I was going to get a grill made, I would just get one that says Acclimizations. Acclimizations? Yeah, just the whole top row. Acclimizations. Now, now, are we talking one one letter per tooth? How how how, how does that that work out? Like, do yeah, I have that's... to make sure that I get a compatible font with my teeth? Yeah that that was the idea was that that would start at the molar on one side and uh-huh. go all the way across. And you've got one other. of those Glasgow smiles, so you can really let everybody. Yeah, See just a whole... real, like a Shashire, like a, yeah, like a little Shashire cat. And then on the bottom it would say, non-exterminative. <laughs> I 
These are all things we could discuss in the crime garage. Yeah. In the crime garage. uh, I think that the topics tend to be a little darker than they were like in the time garage or in any of the other garages that the Podtron has suggested to us in the past. Mm. Little Steven's garage. Uh Uh-huh. Maybe we get little Steven in there. He's probably seen some shit. Yeah, because uh, it's so easy for him to uh, hide because he's so small. One time, I was one time I was hiding in Bruce Springsteen's pocket, and he didn't know I was there. And he told Max Weinberg to ch- choke this man to death because he owed him some money. I saw the whole thing, and I'm here to tell you in the crime garage. And uh, that's that's how Bruce normally operated. Uh, he he'd you know be there with a smile and a handshake, but then you you did not want to see Max Weinberg. Yeah, when, Mighty when, Max when, when, shows when, when, up. You when, know when, you've made a mistake. Bruce Springsteen's personal cleaner. <laughs> yeah. All right. Do you do you have any ideas from the uh, Podtron that you like this week? Yeah, this one's called. The last AM that is capital A capital M like the radio stations. Oh, and how many of them are there still? I'm not sure. I think there's a lot of talk radio still. There there is still a, a fair amount of them. Maybe this could be just like the last AM like I don't know how many we have within the city we live in. Find what the last AM station is in our area. Who's we'll just go through. Highest call numbers. Listen to it. Maybe see. I mean, most of these stations have like call in numbers. Maybe we just do an episode where we call into the last AM station on the dial. Oh, yeah. And uh, somebody I, I, I assume is going to talk to us for a moment and then put us on hold so we can talk, but they, they wouldn't have to know that they were in our Zencaster. Yeah. And we yeah. could, we could possibly, you know, be the other side of that radio conversation. Yeah. It could be a podcast where people see, see how the other half lives. Yeah. You, you get a lot of those. Yeah. Radio shows where if someone calls in and you only hear, what the producer of that show wants you to hear. So we do the other half. You're seeing what our producer wants you to hear. And maybe it's just. Yeah. Ah, he got me again. We have to be real careful when the producers are talking to us. Like one of us will have to be quiet or we'll have to figure out how to talk in each other's voices. Mm hmm. The producers are like, don't bring up, don't bring up the fact that you are married to your cousin. <laughs> but I always bring that up. <laughs> it's the one interesting thing about me. All right, I got another. I got another one from the podcast from the Podtron. Okay. This is called "Lost Weight Weekend with the Break Womity." Parenthesis for thirty podcast weight in the air. <laughs> Whew. 
lost weight weekend. Okay. With the break womity. Yep. That's like, it's like woman and comedy went into the Brundlefly machine. Okay. All right. And then in parenthesis, for 30 podcast weight in the air. There's a dot, 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 and then in the air. Okay. So this would be for women over 30 who like comedy in the air. And we've got a Zeppelin or uh, some kind of a hot air balloon. Probably more than one hot air balloon. Mm-hmm. Four of them all carrying oh. a platform. We've got ladies out there. They're having brunch. And then and then we have uh, comedy for women. Well, Female uh, comedians. It, it, it's also the Lost Weight Weekend. Uh, so I think that we might need to have like a sauna Zeppelin. Up I was going like to say a... that maybe this is a it culminates in the hot air balloon ride and we're like listen you're all invited but these four balloons can only lift six kilograms uh so you're all gonna need to step on this scale before you enter the balloon platform for the lost weight weekend the break womity for 30 podcast wait in the air <laughs> it's ah, a flying platform comedy podcast with a live audience of women who've all proven they've lost weight and if any of them are lying they will all fall to their horrible fiery deaths including paula poundstone our keynote speaker <laughs> Now, now you said a podcast, but this is 30 podcasts. So this might be somewhat like the last AM where we're, we're getting many different uh, podcasts uh, showing the same events, but from different perspectives, like a real Rashomon of women's comedy in the air podcasts. You're saying there are 30 different podcasts? Yes. I mean, I guess we could do that, but we, I mean, we can't get Paula Poundstone for all 30 of these because some She's of these the are keynote going speaker. To, some of these are going to plummet to the, I mean, listen, we got to have a different keynote for each 30 of these podcasts. Then we're going to, no, start... I'm, I'm saying we're only inviting, uh, podcasters. There, there will be, Oh, I thought that you were saying we were going to be, which I think is actually a pretty good idea, is that we just put up 30 balloon-carried platforms, because then we have 30 episodes in the can, ready to go, instead of one where we take 30 podcasters (laughs) into the air and then dump them for lying about their weight. Well, I, I personally believe that they're, we're, we're going to have people who are very upfront and honest about their weight. Mm-hmm. It'd be a real shame. Mm, it'd be a real shame. And then we're going to, a second season, it's called uh, Full Height Weekend with the break Mamity. <laughs> For 30 podcast. 
under a zooming razor thin wire. <laughs> Joe Rogan is like, oh, I can't do it. I'm too tall. Oh, I'm too tall. I'll, I'll totally, my head will get chopped off by that razor thin wire. Sorry, fellas. I'm out. I can't do your podcast. I'm so damn tall. Oh, he probably chopped me off of the shoulders. I'm so fucking tall. Now, I got a question about wire. Mm-hmm. Why do they got to have such sharp wire in a piano? Yeah, come on, piano. What, what, what's that Thicken piano? Thicken it up. Like, are, could, could my piano the- theoretically cut my meat extra thin? Listen, if those wires in your piano were asses in a Megan Trainer song, no boys would want to honk and squeeze on them. Too thin. <laughs> Ooh-wee. Everybody's into fat wire these days. <clears throat> Lost weight weekend with the break womity, parenthesis, for 30 podcast weight in the air. And that is an open parenthesis. Never closes. Well, maybe the Podtron uh, was not quite done and you rushed it. Uh, it's possible. Wait, I could look and see. Uh, the next thing that it said after that was Elvin. Oh. Which, that was an idea <laughs> from last week. Yeah, we talked about that. So I guess that maybe that ends with an elf. Shows up. <laughs> Is this uh, Buddy the Elf? It could be. It could be the uh, the um, the little elf from Rudolph. Hermie. Hermie. Her Herbie. Is it Hermie or Herbie? I don't know. I only know he wants to be a dentist. A dentist. A dentist in quotation marks in the 60s. Mm-hmm. Back then they'd say, oh, do you know him? Oh, he's a dentist. <laughs> oh, he is a he is a dentist about town, if you if you catch my meaning. Yeah, he says he doesn't fit in. Chose to be a dentist. Yeah, he's always uh pulling other men's teeth out on the, on the <laughs> outskirts of town. You know where all the dentists hang out. And 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 from what I hear, he specializes in baby teeth. <laughs> He's a real tooth fairy, if you catch my drift. <laughs> <laughs> Do you got do you got another idea? Yeah, for a this podcast? this one's called uh My Bucky. My Bucky. My Bucky. Wherever I go, he's gonna go, my Bucky. My Bucky. Yeah. My Which Bucky you, and me. I think a, a Bucky is a good name for a horse, but it's also you know what many a small child calls Mr. Bucket. And 
That's there's a Bucky O'Hare. Yeah, and there's uh, uh, Bucky, the the Winter Soldier from the Marvel films. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um. Now Bucky O'Hare was a uh, was that the Green Space Rabbit? Yes. Okay. I'm going to Wikipedia here. No, wait. I've gone to the Marvel Cinematic Universe wiki. Well, well, this is spelled different. It is uh, Bucky with an E-Y. Oh, okay. So maybe we can find an alternate Bucky. Bucky on Wikipedia may refer to Bucky Lasek, also known as Bucky Lasek, born 1972 professional skateboarder. Oh, Lasek is spelled the same. Bucky is spelled two different ways. Well, it'd be cooler if one of his nicknames was Bussy Late. Bussy Lasek. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I I find it strange that they they let a professional skateboarder operate on people's eyes with lasers. With his Bussy nose. Bussy LASIK! I don't care that we're like an hour plus into this episode. That's the name of the episode. Bussy LASIK. (laughs) They just... Listen, you're just going to spread them and we're just going to go in there with the laser. We'll just correct everything. Tighten it up. Bussy LASIK. (laughs) (laughs) There's also Bucky O'Neill. Bucky Staggers. Also known as Harley O. Staggers Jr. A Democratic U.S. politician. Yeah. Now... Yeah, Harley Orrin Bucky Staggers Jr. I gotta know a little bit more about Harlan or Orville Bucky Staggers Jr. Um, there are also a few places listed here. There's the Bucky O'Neill Cabin, which was built in 1890 by William Bucky O'Neill in what would become the Grand Canyon National Park. What? There's a cabin in the canyon? There's also Peggy Martin Bucky, known in connection with the McMartin Preschool Trial, a daycare sexual abuse case of the 1980s. Oh, that's a a dark Bucky. I hope that's not your Bucky. Isn't that one of the ones, though, that turned out to be just, like, part of a hoax? I don't know. I, I don't have a whole lot of uh, uh, daycare sexual abuse case knowledge. Uh, yeah, it looks like it was. The case was part, according to the Wikipedia link, the case was part of a daycare sexual abuse hysteria, a moral panic over alleged satanic ritual abuse in the <laughs> 1980s and early 1990s. You would know that. <laughs> they got it got thrown out. Listen, I know I keep tabs on which which satanic child abuse cults are real and which ones are hokum. And folks, you're safe with Mrs. Bucky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
my Bucky. Folks, that's my Bucky of the week. <laughs> Her name wasn't even Bucky. How did I get stuck here? Eh, she had a Bucky in the middle. Or no, at it, the end. No, it was. It was Bucky. I guess she was married for a while. Did her marriage get ruined by the satanic child ritual abuse allegations? Well, oh, when, no. when 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 you you've uh, you know married Satan, he, he'll forgive just about anything. Satan had nothing to do with this. Satan Bucky, is that what you're implying? Well, her I name. Think- I think Bucky. Satan's his last name. I think I think Bucky is a nickname. Well, her name she had the she had the Bucky Nay McMartin. Well, so I'm, that would I'm just saying, like he's got those cloven hooves and that that weird splayed hip set, like a goat, and and uh, just it's a natural Pan nickname flute. for him to to have. He can't help it. He's always got the hands up there, like he's playing the little flute. He's got to have something. We see him a lot with like a, he's got a sub from Blimpy, mm-hmm. just holding it there, just his fingers going crazy. Yeah, he's like, no, I just love the sub. That sandwich just so love much the sub. All kinds of holes in the bread, and you're like, like you fella, come on, that. you're come a say, on. you're you're a, a half satyr goat man. Just admit it. No, I love the sub. Have you tried this? It's number nine at Jimmy John's, the Italian nightclub. <laughs> Fella, we've all tried it. There, nobody else is prancing about. No one's cavorting and pressing their fingertips down into the bread roll. Yeah. You're Satan. We know it. I don't know. It might be that guy from Jethro Tull. It could be that guy, too. Now that I think about it, it could pretty much be anybody from like classic rock. One of the Almond Brothers... One of the Doobie Brothers. Mm-hmm. One of the Brothers Gib. Why didn't they let Andy be in the band? Andy Gib? Yeah. I thought he was in the band. I don't think so. Huh. Now there's one. There's Maybe I got the name wrong. They're, the youngest one was Solo and was not in the band. But I think he's 10 years younger than... The ones that are. Folks, it doesn't matter it doesn't who matter. was in the BGs. What matters is that Satan was one of them. And he was playing a sandwich <laughs> and trying to fool us all. Got good sound out of that sandwich. He was getting such a good clean tone. Folks, here, here's what we have to work with this week. We have, I'm on the highway to health. Conventional? I think I said it like conventional. Conventional. Somehow. Conventional. It seemed like it was either autocorrect, fixed whatever you said, or you said it in a way where I didn't realize it was just a normal word. Oh, it's a total normal word. Conventional. Yeah. The man, the myth, the legend, crimes of the fart, pass it on billboards podcast, what crime garage, the last AM, 
Lost Weight Weekend with the Break Womity, parenthesis for 30 podcast, wait, in the air, and my Bucky. Okay. I feel pretty strongly that we should not be in the air recording podcasts. We have to. I feel like in the air, feet on the ground. Bad, bad, bad. I don't want to. I don't. I don't think we should do that idea. Um, I I kind of like the the band, the Myth, the Legend, which we didn't do a whole lot with, but I think that we could do a whole lot with. I feel like we, um. We could do a lot with Crimes of the Fart. I feel like Crimes of the Fart or The Man, The Myth, The Legend are essentially the same concept, but with a different focus. And I'm okay with either of those. Maybe we combine the two. Yeah. I I think we should combine the two. The Man, The Myth, The Legendary Fart. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like you, 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 I mean, we aren't going to talk about Paul Bunyan, but I mean, think about what Paul Bunyan could do with one fart. He could clear an entire forest. What about this? What if we take this and, you know, I talked about how this would have to be like a modern take on a tall tale. Yeah. What if we took, what if we tried to figure out what the most plausible historical event of the last century that could have been fart related. We try and figure out what it is. A, a fart or fly effect kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So we're like, what of this, what of everything that's happened in the last hundred years, the last century of human history, could we blame on a fart the most, you know, like the Bay of pigs, maybe the shot heard around the world. This guy just, he couldn't hold it in. Okay. Uh, hmm. Okay. We try. Yes. We try and explain historical events by fart, and we're looking for a fart that can be the next Pecos Bill. We're looking for that big fart, that big American fart that people will build monuments to for years to come. They'll be like, "Listen, we got this big fiberglass guy that used to hold a muffler, but the muffler shop closed down. Can we paint him to look like a folk hero?" Yeah, paint him to look like X, the, you know, the guy that farted and it started, insert historical event. And then you got, he's got one hand up and one hand down and there's a green cloud in the middle and it says, you know. Yeah. It's the Alex Jones school shooting library. <laughs> Just holding a fart cloud that says that. All right, folks, if you want to hear that podcast, and I know you do, you can go to patreon.com slash we don't have a podcast yet. Folks, if you like the podcast that isn't a podcast, you'll like the podcast that is a podcast even more. And that's available only for our subscribers at patreon.com slash we don't have a podcast yet. And uh, also, of course, go on Apple podcasts and give us a review 
write a little write a little something and uh, give us the stars and uh, follow us on uh, uh, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and TikTok. <laughs> I couldn't think of TikTok, and it took me long enough that you thought that you'd fallen asleep. <laughs> Folks, that's it. Yeah, that's that's all of it. That's all you need to know. Well, uh, have a good night. I'm Nathan B. Woodard. I'm Andrew James Estes. Bon voyage. Don't forget to write. <laughs>